How do everyone? I've just just before you see that, just put me glasses on with crooked there. How we do? Welcome to the Potty Mouth Garden Club. We have got a fab show. I've got some lush content, hopefully lined up. Hopefully we can get through it there now. First things first, you know yes, the Discord. It is jumping now, so please, if you can, there should be some links out there, please. But it's 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 a little bit hard at the moment to get in because I'm just want to kind of just hold back because I don't want to get it too big too quick. I like this kind of family little thing we've got going on there. But please, if you can get into the Patreon, it'd be fantastic. The question: This is <laughs> this is what this show relies on because I run out of content. Type your a letter Q. Then type your question, then I'll be able to kind of find it, and that would be fantastic. And that's honestly, I'd kind of need that, <laughs> really need that. We also have, as well, The Secrets, which is out on a Friday night. And last week's Secrets Behind the Shed was the highest rating one we've had. It went to me in kind of in the inner workings of YouTube. It went to me top, me top number one secret. So I was quite chuffed about that. What else we got? We have got... The podcast, as you know, this is turning out to be nice as well. The podcast, that would be fantastic. If you can kind of subscribe to that, that would be lovely. And obviously, subscribe to that. Subscribe to that. Yes. So, hello, my fine friends. Look at that. We have JB, Soph and Stephen. How are you doing? How are you doing? Now, they're looking a little bit blurred. And we're thinking, <laughs> Steve's just put this little kind of, Thing that it might be my camera because this camera that I've got here is a super dubery thing, might be taking all the power. I don't know, so we'll we'll kind of come to Sophie first because Sophie, you look fantastic there. How are you? It's been a while, Sophie, <laughs> since you've been on. Are you are you well? Are you... Yeah, I'm doing really well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Well, the main thing I want to ask you, Sophie, has your greenhouse come? No, Thursday, no. so right. it's coming this Thursday, and then hopefully, should get it up quite soon. So, because you you actually sent me the, I don't know if you sent us a link or you told us where, and I went to the same place you did. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what size you've got, but I went to the kind of, I've got the little baby size. (laughs) Are you putting yours up, Sophie, on your allotment, or is it going, are you in the house and you've got, like, you're kind of, you're gone? No, I brought brought it for the allotment. Um, I sort of thought, I'm going to be there for long haul, so I might as well invest in a nice greenhouse. I was just struggling getting the free ones, to be honest. Um, so I've gone for a nice little, I think it's a eight by six. Right, right. Um, uh, all black, nice and sleek. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so ready to set up my new allotment. So I thought, so why not? Wh- why did you? Because this is, this is my thing. And it was Steve that kind of told me, the kind of hammered it home year after year, get a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. would have it down here at the home. So it's like it's a three-stage thing. You know, I've got the house germination, the greenhouse now, which will be the kind of getting the plants you know, through that kind of March, you know, that like February, March, April, cool stuff, then onto the polytunnel. What's made you miss out putting it? Because I know you've got a nice size garden. Why didn't you just put it in your yeah. garden instead of the allotments? A good few reasons. Um, I mean, one, I've already got a potting shed, so it kind of acts as a greenhouse anyway. Um, it's got all the windows on it. Mm-hmm. Two, I mean, it just gets smashed. The amount of apples we have in the garden. Um, we also have a small <laughs> child next door, which like he likes to kick his footballs over quite often. Um, so just so many reasons. The dogs, the dogs go crazy in the garden. Um, it would just be a nightmare, absolute well, nightmare. Well, it's it's funny, you know, so because when you say that, I had loads of people. I don't know if I mentioned it on last week's show, but I had to cancel my first order because yes, everyone said, yeah. "Oh, you just went for like horticultural glass." What about the dogs? And the dogs do bool out of my kitchen. Do you know what I mean? That kind of late night, quickly out for a week and get back in. You know, like, oh, and I thought, oh. and there was one. Would be like <laughs> I seen my dog get their throat. It was something like horrific. And I was like, oh, mother, mother chucker. So, so when's it come? It comes Thursday. When are you, when are you, when's it? Will it be up on, on Friday? <laughs> oh, no, not that thing. <laughs> not that thing at all. Um, so comes Thursday, I probably I'm gonna I say soon, probably within the next month, because um, it will be me and my dad hopefully putting it up. Fingers right. crossed, it all goes well. So I've got to we, give him some time to come down and um, help me. <laughs> well, we need to see vid- plenty of videos. You know what I mean? Kind of plenty yeah. of videos and photographs as well. That will be fantastic. There. Yeah. Stephen, how are you doing, Hello, sir? sir? How are you doing? Oh, look at that! You look perfect. 
I, don't, I bet you've never heard that compliment before, eh? <laughs> it's the first time for everything. You wait 57 years and these compliments come along. Thank you very much. Oh, you're, you're more than welcome, sir. Are you good? Are you um, getting on? Um, OK. It's Blue Monday today, isn't it? I well, saw in the chat today. Yes. So, um, I'm not blue today, but I was a couple of days in the week. Uh, I had to make a decision about something and I've had to get rid of something. A little bit disappointed in why I had to get... I'm not going to talk about it endlessly, but I've had to do something which I wasn't really all that happy about, but I've done it now, so it's time to move on. All right. So you've left work. Now, I'm not going to pry, because I know you probably you would have told me if it was Kane, but you haven't even told us in the private what it is, so now I'm going... Have you? Half, I've half just half missed dozen, it. Half, half a dozen times, yeah. <laughs> I've, been to busy to it. I've been busy this year. I've been busy this year. Look at man, I'm covered in... Paint man, there. That's yeah. like working graft. That's, that's covered. That's covered, isn't it? <laughs> one little spot. Oh right, I'll put that on me. I'm I'm not joking, Steve. You should have seen the state of the, the room, man. It's just like I'm. I was. I put that picture up for the chat. You know what I mean? Saying I hate painting. I kicked over a, a, a thing, and luckily it all spilled onto this bit of carpet that I was would chuck it out. So I had to cut this big six foot circle. A carpet away anyway is folded up and it's like spilling out. I'm like, yeah, where wallpapering <laughs> it is. I honestly find that so relaxing. Do you know what I mean? Audio book, science fiction audio book, and wallpapering that's my game. JB, sir, how are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. very well, thank you. Very You're well. the kind of the, the calmness in, in my kind of world. Do you know what I mean? You kind of ground me. The kind of when I hear that voice, I just go, oh, <laughs> everything's all right. Everything's all right. <laughs> and then you tell us your disasters, and I think, well, I can't get any worse than what your disasters have been. Yeah. JB, I've got to show you this. <laughs> I've literally just turned up at the allotment. <laughs> so we recently, after someone was campaigning for a really long time, had a toilet installed. <laughs> and, uh, I would not like to go in there after all this wind. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I told you it was windy. The, what I get though is, how have you got a toilet? That's just. I don't know. know. That's just. I is don't that? Know. And have you? Have you used that in the past? I have not. I have absolutely <laughs> not. No, I haven't. No need to, to have a, a porta potty on the toilet. Man. That's what the compost pile's for, eh? What and <laughs> I, I'm not going into finer detail, JB, but is it has it been cleaned and, and right? That it's I don't know. Out? I haven't. I haven't seen it since then. Have I? I don't know if I've been there since then. I'm not wow. sure. Wow. Well, I was... I'll let you know next time I go. Right, bloody hell, bloody hell. <laughs> Well, I, would have hated, I would have hated to have been in there when it got blown down. Can you imagine? That would have been even worse. It's almost like a, you know, like the kind of, what do you call them? You know, the American funny show where they kind of throw jackass. them in the air. Jackass, yes, when the kind of yeah. Devo gets kind of blasted in. We've got our very own JB should have been in there. <laughs> Lock him in and push it over. So don't forget, if you want a question asked, that would be fantastic. Put it in an F, put it... I've put the word F, the F, no, we're not getting to Q, Tony. Let's start off with the Qs there, and that might kind of help with. So, first off then, I wanted to talk about the weather has changed, especially over here. The weather has, like, it's brutal outside. Stephen, what's it like in Cockermouth there? Is it, because I noticed that I'm minus one, or you're, actually, it's dropping down there now as well. You're zero. Yeah. Have you noticed it getting colder this past few days? Have you had snow? Of course, we've had snow. Yeah. We had a bit of snow through the nights, but the snow here, for some reason, it doesn't lay for very long, half a day maximum, and, and it's generally gone here. Um, a bit higher up on the fells it will stay. But, yeah, we had, we had about an inch of snow, I think, through the night, and when I woke, woke up this morning, there was just very small patches here and there, and that had frozen, and... I couldn't actually get into the greenhouse this morning. The door was frozen. Really? Wow. Yeah, I couldn't get in there. I went out to, and I came back, and I think I said in the chat, my greenhouse is frozen, I can't get in. Did you not do the gentleman thing and warm it by certain methods? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just gave it half an hour, had another coffee. and <laughs> that uh, went another cup of tea. Well, yeah. see, it's, 
I want to show you this as well. Now, I didn't think this would happen, but this is Jade Grows Veg from our Discord right. set. Now, Jade. this is, an, I think JB knows about this as well. This is her sprouting, you know, like the purple sprouting broccoli. Yeah. Now, what's happened there? Because I know, I think Jade says it's like a, 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 a I would have thought they would have gotten through a winter. You know what I mean? They kind of, they the, are that kind of winter that can stand up. But yeah. that's, that's not looking, because that, yeah, you can see by the leaves, they look all right. But Jade, it's, it's not the prettiest <laughs> kind of, is that just no, down the frost or? It's, I think so, because, I mean, the same things happen to mine as well. I mean, I, I walk past it, and mine is about 12 foot away from the pathway, so I haven't even gone over to investigate. But mine looks exactly like that. All and right. I think it's, I think oh, it's wow. just a case of that it got the cold, the last cold spell before Christmas, and I think the leaves, just because of the time of year, it's just taken time for it to die, basically. But, yeah, I think everything got done. Um, I think even my leeks, which again normally bulletproof, I think even they're suffering now. Right, right. Which is uh, I've never seen that before in leeks. Uh-huh. All all the broccoli, to be honest, I've uh, never seen that either. Well, like you say, when I seen it, I was like, and it like down to frost. I was thinking, eh, that's just like that's the one kind of crop you can you know, like, this like the hungry gap season where you think, well, I've got me sprouting broccoli. Yeah, that and kale, that mm-hmm. and kale, and you know. That and kale, or your um, your Tuscan kale, the black stuff that you yeah. grow. Well, like I say, mine that's bulletproof. Uh, well, mine's been okay. I'm all right, but it's. <laughs> I'm sure Jade will love to hear that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that mine's fine. Okay. Mine. <laughs> what I want to show as well, mind you. Let me just, Stephen. Stephen, it happens to the best of us. Let's have a look once. Oh, I'll have to put on me one What's second. I put on here? me. Happens to the best of us, Stephen. Oh, here we go, Tony, from Sarpomira. <laughs> and the same thing has happened to me. I left these. Oh, no. And yeah. they're all rotten because they got frozen. Oh. It's not failing, it's just that you didn't harvest them. Same as me. Exactly the same. The whole bucket will be like that. And I've got all of those. Eight buckets. <laughs> Did I press anything there? <laughs> it's Probably. So, hopefully we'll still be there. Chat saying, oops, oh no, that's you, JB. <laughs> have we gone? Are we still? Oh, we have. We have gone. Let it, it might come back. <laughs> Something I said. <laughs> <laughs> if it's any compensation, the uh, pictures all look good. I don't know. Yeah, they got oh. much better, didn't they? So... There's somebody looking there, mine. I've got one view, unless, unless that's one of us. They're uh, the same back and back and back. You're back now. Right, right. Well, Hello, everybody. Well, that was <laughs> technical error. Actually, this guy in over here. <laughs> what? Um, I'll, that means I've lost all your questions, by the way. So if you're oh. kind, of kind enough to put your questions back in, that would be fun. But we're talking about Stephen. We're talking about your potatoes. It was that bad, it's cut me stream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Philip says yeah, karma, exactly. Tony. <laughs> but but the, the thing is, I mean, I know I lost some potatoes there. You lost the lot, the, Stephen. You lost the lot. <laughs> all the sarpomeras, yeah. But the thing is, I've still got a cupboard full of King Edwards outside the back. The sarpomera, as you probably know if you actually ever watched any of my videos, the sarpomeras <laughs> are always the backups, as are the Crimson Crush. They're my protection against blight. So if we ever get blight, I get a crop, basically. So we didn't get blight. I got the crop in. That's all in storage in the cupboards. And we've been eating them all winter long. So they were the spares. So that's no all. That's... Really. I, don't, I don't need the smash. <laughs> hey, honestly, I, I nearly got that. I nearly sent that back to you. I was thinking, do you know what? I, I think I've... It's all right. I'll have just saved it for you for next year. I... Um... <laughs> I, did, I know you kind of know this, Steve, but I did, if anyone hasn't. Steve sent us over a tub of smash. I actually loved it. I thought it was gorgeous. Do you know what I mean? I tried it on my wife. I just kind of did a meal and it was like part of the smash. But it even had gravy over the top of it to kind of straight away, straight away. What's this shit? <laughs> <laughs> New straight away, left it. Do you know what I mean? Just so maybe it's just my 
fucking, you know, liked it. So we're talking about ice, snow and warnings. JB, put the alcohol down, sir. Are we... Um... <laughs> She's drinking into oblivion tonight. How how's the weather going with you then, JB? Is it are you kind of noticing anything? because it's cool. It's not now. too bad. You know, we had that like that freak wind, um, and it's it's just a bit cold now. What's it say up there? I can't see it. Is minus, minus one. one? It says that there yeah. for Gosport. Wow, uh, it that definitely does feel cold. We never get snow or anything um, because we're so close to the coast. Um, and yeah, it just feels a bit a bit cold out. I've not been down to the plot today. I'm trying to build up the flexi time, so I've been working like super long. So hopefully, when there's the next dry day, it'll probably be quite cold. But I want to get out and glaze the greenhouse and kind of do a bit of counting and all that. So yeah, I'm not, Is... I'm not too sure. I've been hiding. <laughs> GB, then while while we're talking about greenhouses, yours will be finished. I'm saying because it was nearly finished last week. Oh no. <laughs> oh, obviously not. Oh, I want to put the nerves. So, so the, um, yeah. I so I explained this in a video uh, a few weeks back. But basically, the weird thing about my greenhouse is there are three built. different. <laughs> there, yeah, but there are three different sizes of panes for uh, the different bays and the roof. So I can't just count how many panes of glass I've got and go. Okay, well I need X, Y, Z more. I need to get all of the glass out, <laughs> glaze as much of the greenhouse as I can, and then figure out exactly what I need. And then I do not want to leave my greenhouse partially glazed <laughs> for any amount of time. So it'll be a case of glaze it, glaze it, count, deglaze it, <laughs> and then wait for the glass to be ready, and then glaze it all again. But I think it's better to be safe than sorry. Have you not got JB? Like, I'm sure we have mine, and it's like, say, like a local glazier that you could, because obviously a greenhouse size yeah. is pretty standard. Could you not just kind of get it in, nip over, and need five sheets of like, see a bit and just get it to it's take probably it going to be more like 15. Um, and it just depends if they got it in. I had, I needed one, um, or I needed two panes for the, the roof of my current greenhouse. Uh, back in i think it was around this time last year maybe march um it took three weeks <laughs> to get two panes right. um i think there was a shortage at the time but i think there have been kind of ongoing supply issues and stuff with with glass so well mind we'll this see. is all this jibby this I'm, I'm i'm talking as if i kind of know what i'm talking about you know this is all new to me and sophie will probably have us up before i even have a chance to get this little thing of mine up you know what i mean and <laughs> so <laughs> i'm talking as if kind of well i'll just put it up in the day do you know what I mean? It's like, I get up in the day. Sticks up, don't be saying no. <laughs> I'm keeping out of it. Keeping well, I'm right out of it. A dear, a dear Max, you know what I mean? little thing like that, I should be able to. My, my skill and yeah. technique. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, you've been causing some trouble. To chit I? or not to chit? Oh, oh here we go. I've seen you, and I've watched this bloody video. I've watched this video, and I actually totally agree with you. I found, mind you, when I've cheated, it's I've got to be I've got to be on the ball because a frost like yeah. this might knock it. That's what I found a few times is I've lost potatoes chitting them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I always thought you had to chit, mind you. Do you know what I mean? So I'm in that brigade where I've always my mother chitted, mind you. That sounds a bit weird. <laughs> I've learned from my mum to chip potatoes, who so I've chipped yeah. the potatoes, but I've found as the kind of years get, I'm always losing, because I do it in the hut. You know what I mean? I, I chip in the hut. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> like, yeah. you, know, this is, you know what I'm talking about. And I've yeah. lost quite a few. Do you know what I mean? Like you, the egg cup, all that kind of, you know, the egg box, all that. And then you come in one day, and it's a little bit like our videos, where the potatoes went, like, soft, yeah. a little bit mushy. So I'm fine just... Getting them off the shelf and putting them in, is that basically what you're saying? You can do. I mean, you can do them both ways. And if you've always chitted your potatoes, you, once you've had a couple of seasons doing it, you know what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with chitting. And, <clears throat> excuse me. I've chitted in the past myself. You know, everyone does it at some stage. I don't have a problem or an issue with that. I only have a problem with giving too much to do to new gardeners who don't really know what they're doing and they're not going to see the signs. All the chitting does is it 
gets the potatoes going and growing early, which means that you'll get an earlier crop. Again, nothing wrong with that, but it does mean they'll be out of the ground when there is a chance of a frost, a possible chance of a frost. Uh, and if the foliage is above ground and it's a new gardener, he might not, he or she might not know to go and fleece or how to recognise that plants are frost damaged. And that can just cause more and more problems. Plus the fact, that, as I said in the video, it's the wasted space. Again, once you're a seasoned gardener, you'll know how much space you need and you'll provide that space by whatever means necessary. So I don't necessarily have an issue with the chitin. It's just the earliness of the crops and the space taken up and the problems that can, that can cause for new gardeners. I like but what your problems. Your problems there, Tony. I don't think that's anything to do with chitting at all. Mm -hmm. That'll be something to do with the growth or how you're growing them on or, or weather or something. Oh, it's chitting wouldn't, wouldn't directly affect that. The right. only time that affects that is if if they get all sort of crinkly and wrinkly if they've been chitting for too long. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's definitely a kind of frost will hit them and just the, the, you know what I mean, the potatoes get too kind of cold. But I like what you mentioned, though, Steve, about, like, say... I don't know how to kind of best describe it. Like you say, advanced potato growing where you can kind of chit just six. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. like chit six and get them in early, get them in a polytunnel to kind of protect like the, the help, yeah. you know, like protect them really well. And then your main earlies, you know what I mean? And then actually yeah. when I was watching the video, I was thinking if a newcomer was watching this video because there was main earlies, then main early main crop, you know what I mean? And it does get a little <laughs> bit, and I'm thinking, oh, oh, but I like that kind of, Super user potato grower, you know the advanced one. Get a few, get six, chit six. Well, it's, it's what we all we all had a greenhouse back in the days. We didn't have polytunnels, and we, in generally, allotment rules stopped us from having big big greenhouses. So, in general, you had a bench for all, all your plants and your seedlings, and you had a bed uh, a bed where you put your tomatoes and stuff. But in the meantime, you could grow on in pot in half a dozen pots some potatoes. And then later in the season, you just lift the pots up, put them outside and carry on growing. But you get a bit of an earlier crop mm -hmm. and then you'd get your crop in the ground and you have the things going right through the season and then staggered out, you know. So have you been taking note of this? Because it'd be your I first, have. is it your first year for growing potatoes then this year? Did, did you get some last year? I got some last year, just... Um not the ones I was expecting. I did some Maris Piper and Charlotte. The Maris Piper, don't know what happened to them, went all weird. Um, but I got a few Charlotte potatoes, which were really nice. Charlotte's, uh, yeah. are, yes, Charlotte's one of my really kind of, yes. So what, so if, what are you going for this year? What kind of varieties are you, are you thinking about? Are you going down the, in the tubs? I are you going in the soil or? Uh, one sec, I can tell you exactly what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was really keen and I thought, again, this is probably a newbie thing. I thought they would sell out really quick. So I ordered them probably in summer. <laughs> they come up for pre-order and I was like, right, I'll, I'll get those in. So they're ready. Um, so you tell me whether these are good varieties or not. Well, let's, um, let's see. We are, we are waiting. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Right. So first ones I went, is it Desiree? Yeah. Desiree. Yeah. So I've got some of them. I've got some. Salad Blue, Sarpomira, Pestrel, Aaron Pilot. And then everyone was talking about pink fair apples, so I thought I'd chuck some of those in as well. <laughs> One of my favorite. Kest Kestrel are a brilliant potato. They're okay. really, really have you yeah. got, Kestrel. So have you got, like, one kilogram bags of all them? Yes. There's a hell of a lot of potatoes there. Like, oh I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. Do you know what? I, I did what I did. <laughs> I can't go back now. I think, I think we've got, um, you know, like Audrey with the garlic. I think we've got soap with the potatoes. So each one of them yeah. is like a kilogram bag. So I think it. so. That was the only option it gave me. If I check, I'm pretty sure it is just a one kilogram. Yep, they're all one kg bags. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, have they arrived that much really there's a quite yeah, a bit okay yeah so yeah, i think i'll do i think <laughs> yeah what was that you're going to be bartering going around to all the other plots with your <laughs> massive sack of potatoes <laughs> trying I'm to potato trade lady <laughs> well, I'm sure. well i'll do i'll do a bit of everything i'll do some pots i'll do them in the ground and i've just tested 
couple of different ways to grow them. I might as well. I've got so many. So, mm-hmm. so it goes. Yeah, get them. I mean, you've, you've got a big enough allotment. Just get, as long yeah. as you plant them all, mm-hmm. that's the, the kind of main thing. Yeah, GB, are, are we potato winning this year or not? Or Oh, yes. I think it's the, it's the one thing that I'm, this year I'm feeling much more prepared, generally. I've got pretty much all my seeds in. Like, we've got we've got onions, you know. Like I've actually bought the seeds ahead of the season for once. Um, normally it's all a very last-minute thing, but potatoes are the one thing that I've not really given proper thought to. I tend to just do main crop potatoes because they're the ones that roast the best. <laughs> so normally it's pretty much just King Edwards for me and too many. Yeah. <laughs> Well, King Edward's definitely me, the king it. of roast potatoes yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, right. There is no other potato. What about then? That, that's what I've, I've come on now, because I normally do what, like pink fur apples, charlottes, and another main one along with the pink fur is mixture for me. What can my esteemed friends tell us to get as another main crop? Stephen, what do you recommend for a young lad like me to try? Well, if you like your chips and Maris Piper, you can't beat them. Um, no. If you like your baked potatoes... Baked potatoes um, are... A, yes. What for a baked potato? Cara. Cara, right. Cara, really good for them. Um, that'll be all you need, really. Right. I would think. No, no. Maris Piper for chips. Oven yeah. chips, I'll have you as no. Oven chips, you know what I mean? We kind of don't uh, deep fry. What's the point in that? Where's the fat in that? Don't I, I rub I rub in olive oil, salt and pepper in the oven. God. No, 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 no. You've got to sink it into fat. Let the fat get in and get out. And... <laughs> have a debate on. Yes. Fat is flavour. Oh, I know, I know. But um, not when everything's low fat in this kitchen, in our kitchen. <laughs> Chip fan. Chip pan full of lard and you're sorted. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what, we'll jump to a question then. Marvellous Dave One, who's actually lives in working in Cumbria. Dave, that's where all oh. my, that's where my mum's side of the, the family come from, working because I used to go over there as a as a, as a kind of kid nipper. And just down the road from me. Yes, yes. Well, on High Street, that's where we my grand used to live, opposite there was like a big like girls' school over there, Dave. So if you know that one, but I forgot to actually read Dave's question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try again, Dave. He's asking. Um, is it okay to plant bare root strawberries in the ground now, living, working in Cumbria? So I think Dave's asking, at this this time, kind of, you know, January, is it still okay to plant bare root strawberries? Stephen, I see you shaking your head. Not at the moment. The ground's frozen. Wait for it to warm up a little bit. Just wait for this cold spell to go past. Give it two or three days past that, and yeah, get them in. Right. And, and will Dave get strawberries this year? Should do, yeah. Right. If the if the plant's going in now, yeah, you would do. And yeah. is there any way that you kind of can look after them if this like long spell goes? Is there a, is there a method to look after them? If um, if we I say wait for this cold spell to go and for the ground to de- defrost, so that's why you leave it a couple of days after. As long as it's relatively warm, so, you know, even hovering around 10 degrees, that's fine. Get them planted. If a frost is predicted, just fleece over them. And especially, you'll you'll see early flowers as well. Um, so if you get early flowers and a frost is predicted, just, again, fleece them. You'll soon know if the flowers have been frosted because the scent has turned black. Mm. Oh, right. Never, I haven't been up, to be honest, so... Bloody hell. JB. JB, JB, JB. Let's just put this here. What have you been doing? Well, like, it's mostly good news. Three in the morning. You can hear how windy the hell are you doing? Sure. I cannot believe you've been up there that time in the freaking morning. <laughs> the frame is still standing, but it is quite warped. It's been picked up a little bit, and it's no longer square. So what I'm going to do is just bung a load of compost bags on the corners and just make sure it's weighed down properly so that it doesn't take off like this old one did way back in the day. JP, <laughs> it's, what, it's what time did you, like what time did you go? What time did you go? <laughs> it was literally like 10 past three in the morning. <laughs> I was so worried because we literally, um, we woke up and it was about two o'clock, I think. 
And we could hear, you know, all this crashing in the garden and all this drama. And it was our fences had come down. They'd, like, pushed our barbecue over and our patio table and everything. So I was out there just putting all that back. And then I suddenly thought, I was like, the greenhouse, no! <laughs> dashed into the car at 3 o'clock in the morning. Just to, just to check. And I'm glad I did because, honestly, it was starting to shake apart. You know, I'd only kind of done it apart, sort of finger tight, and it wasn't weighed down properly. Right. right. So, um, yeah, I kind of saved it in the nick of time, I think. So you actually said there, though, a little bit was warping? Is that, was that just, all right? Uh, you know, instead of the frame being square, you know, it kind of shifted like that, so it had become a, like a rhombus. <laughs> Is that the shape? <laughs> you know, it it had done that. Right. Oh, wow. um, so yeah and it was uh, it was actually when I went back the next day and I gave it a shake and I realised how loose the, the roof was that I kind of went ooh <laughs> yeah that was a near miss wow. that was a near miss What's it, what was it like JB going up at that time it's a totally because I've been like it's creepy not, it's it? really creepy because when you live in like a town you're not used to proper dark you know there's not really any street lights around obviously and it's just weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, oh, it doesn't uh, feel right. No, no one else is there. Like, you're, or if if there is going to be someone there, it's weird. You know, it just feels wrong. The whole thing feels wrong. <laughs> I kept like, uh, you know, hearing stuff over my shoulder, being like, <gasps> <laughs> like all that. It's really creepy. Didn't I, enjoy. Yeah, no, I know exactly because I think I've been up at like a silly time, not that kind of three in the morning time, but it's certainly pitch black. You know, maybe like mm. nine o'clock, ten o'clock. And it's just like the sea of the strangest, you know what I mean? It's just scary. I'm scared of the dark. Do you know what I mean? I, when I used to work for the, the water board, we'd like on a big plant's night shift and you'd have to walk right down to the far end of like this, in the middle of the countryside in the lake, in the kind of yeah. where Kielda Reservoir is up there. And it's just like straight away I go, zombies. And I scared of myself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I'm like, as soon as I put that door on, like, and like, the whole place is all like electronic. You know, you go, you walk across fields, and it's all like a little hut, with like all electronics. It's all modern, and yet I'm scared, witless. Do you know what I mean? I hear, like, I am scared of the bloody dark. It's zombies. That's so zombies. good. I should have kind of pity, kind of didn't say that. You know what I mean? Like, get you, get you a little bit scared. So if you're not going to, don't you be wandering around three in the morning, bloody around the allotment, mind you? That's oh no, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> Stephen, what's the silliest time you've been out and about? Because I think you could possibly could be your number one person who would do that. I've been down there at midnight. might have been midnight, one o'clock in the morning, where um, I've come home and I've, I've ended up in bed because I wasn't well. Uh, got up, saw the forecast was and a frost was predicted, and I've gone down to fleece potatoes in the dark. And as you say, you know, when you're out in the country, it's proper dark, so you you do have to take a number of torches and place them around the place just so you can see where the fleece is going. <laughs> oh, mm. Well, that's, that is, you know, both of you, well done, you know, for doing that and kind of getting up there. I've got me little... Right then, let us see what... Or, Steve, this might be um, green gardening in the woods is asking green cover versus clear cover for polytunnels. I get the feeling that green makes the polytunnel feel darker. Would like to hear the experience and knowledge. Well, I haven't gardened in the woods. I haven't actually used the green one, but I know you can kind of, you see it everywhere. But there is one fella who's used it. So, Stephen, what's your view on it? You don't get as much... um sunlight through the the green ones as you do the clear ones clear ones are better all the all the time i can't remember there's one part of the the spectrum of the light that doesn't come through and i think it's the bit that actually ripens the flowers so the green fabric will actually hold your flowering period back so go for clear if you can and if you've got one of those green covered um blow away tunnels as soon as you can, as soon as that cover's damaged too much where you don't like it, mm. take it off and get a new clear cover, you know, a proper sheet cover from somewhere like First Tunnels or Robinson's or somewhere, and fit your own clear cover. Why do, they, why, why do they make them green, and why don't they just make them clear? You know, like I the, think it's just cheap, cheap material, Tony, and it's what's right. available to them. Right. I think that's what it is, because 
let's face it, those blow-away tunnels, they are cheap in price. Um, if you get a half-decent polytunnel, you know yourself, you're looking at anywhere between 1000 and £2,000. Well, these cheap tunnels are anywhere between 100 and £200. So that's why, because it's that's cheap right. materials. So there we go. Um, so all that's... So if you're going for the greenhouse, then you'll not be going for the polytunnel as well, then, are you not? Or is that maybe a couple of... So I'm very, I was very lucky. My partner got me um, one of the green polytunnels for Christmas. Um, so yeah, I spent my money on a greenhouse. <laughs> well, so you've got um, the, you've got the polytunnel. You're going to look a little bit blurred there, so but I'll put you back on the list. You've got <laughs> you've got a polytunnel to put up as well, then. Have... Yeah, so I have all I know. I'll have all my structures, and then for my birthday. My dad also put aside some money so I can get a shed. I'm just looking for the right one. So I'll have all my structures. I kind of want to put those up first and then work around them almost. Right. And see where my beds go. So I think that will be the plan. Well, I've you won't have enough room plan. with all them potatoes. I was going to say, I've got a 16-foot shed out there, mind you, that um, it'll be going. Or oh, getting rid of that. <laughs> Um, so see, I'm just going to make sure you said Maris Piper and Cara for potatoes. That was my my kind of thing that I wanted to make sure I got down. So, yes, Maris Piper thing cut flowers, Stephen. Why are cut flowers not really because we talked about this? I was seeing this little bit of chat on our little private thing where you, yeah. you saying there's, there's not much kind of call for it on, on YouTube, or maybe we've got the wrong audience, I don't know, but. You still like to do the kind of the old fashioned cut flowers, grow flowers, yes, love bars. it. What's I love it. What, what's I know it's like nice color, but why do you think there is that kind of not much love for it with, with our our lot? I, th I think it's simply that people come in because they, they want to start a veg patch and they grow a veg patch and they're not coming in as gardeners. Gardeners tend to end up elsewhere on garden channels. Uh, and, I, and I think that's essentially it. I think most allotmenteers will eventually dabble with some cut flowers, and they tend to be uh, the simple stuff, things like sweet peas, gladiolis, or dahlias, those sort of things. That are kind of allotment staples. You walk around any site, and you'll see those every every mm. summer. Um, I just I just think. I mean, I would love to do more stuff on the cut flowers on my channel. But people will just walk away, and it's happened before. I've tried it, and I've tried it in various formats. People just actually walk away. They just don't want to see it, which is a little bit annoying and upsetting, but, you know, it is what it is. You've got to you've got to cater for what people want at the end of the day. JB, any thoughts on, on that? On, on Is it something you would be interested in? Because I'll be honest, it doesn't appeal to me. I know when my mum used to have that allotment, there was always a bed set aside for a certain flower. Can't remember which one it was, but there was all, and it was always like blooming of that. You know, but I just like to allocate it for veg. You know what I mean? I don't know what. What, what do you think, JB? Yeah, so I've always um, I like having at least one or two kind of flower borders, but they're not particularly diverse. Normally, it's kind of a bit of calendula, maybe verbena, rudbeckia. They're kind of ones that I've become slightly comfortable growing. We do sweet peas at home as well. They're really nice. Um, but it's something that my partner, Jess, like, she loves flowers. There's always like <laughs> bouquets of flowers all over the house that have been you know, bought. Um, and it would be really, really nice for kind of both of us to get into cut flowers a bit, I think. Um, yeah. So it's something that's kind of on the back burner for me. We've got so many flower seeds. Jeff loves to buy flower seeds, and then it's not so great at actually growing them. Wow, I have gone blurry. Um, <laughs> the signal's crazy today. I but, wonder um, if it is. I wonder if it is this camera or. or it, yeah, Steve made, made stupid, a Steve stupid made a point stupid uh, camera in there. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not, but when you said that, you know, I got this software half price now. I wonder if you get, you don't get, you know, the quality. We'll see. Um, I've just seen a good question here there as well. One second. Oh, it's a, again with the frosts and that CPU things. Do I need to cover up and protect new rhubarb shoots in this cool snap? Now, I've got rhubarb. I haven't certainly covered it up. I'm just going to let it go to, you know, 
suck it and see kind of thing. I don't know, Steve, is that anything that we sh- I should be worried about? And will that people- Well, I wouldn't have thought you'd really had many shoots coming up at this time of the year. I mean, if you are worried about it, it wouldn't hurt to chuck some fleece over it. But normally, the, the, again, they're bulletproof and they're, they're used to surviving all winter. But with the, the cold that we've gone through and the damage it's done on my plot, I, I couldn't really judge, to be honest. What about you, GB? Rhubarb, is, is it, have you got some, have you? I killed some. <laughs> I can't remember. I think I planted it too deep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, no, I saw Tony's in the chat, though, Simplify Gardening, and he was saying that um, mulching it with compost is quite a good idea. I guess we're getting a lot of kind of mild periods and false springs at the moment, certainly down here, like all our bulbs in the front garden are shooting up, all our daffodils and crocus and everything. They're ready to go, and um, I can imagine, yeah, there are, you know, in certain parts of the country, things like rhubarb will be starting to set, set out shoots because it mm-hmm. thinks it's mm-hmm. spring um, because the, the weather's all crazy. So, Is it? Well, we have got a kind of, when you think about it, I, I think you're spot on there, JB. There's a long way to go. Yeah, you know what mm. I mean? You, you kind of think we're, you know, we've had that longest day and then now we're in January, Christmas is over. Yeah. Hey, it's springs around the corner, but that's where I get caught out all the time. Do you know what I mean? For, Steve's asking, when do I when do I do three sisters, the sweet corn, the beans are great, but I can't seem to get the squash to grow. All right, I see what you say there, Steve. So he, he does the three sisters, he gets the, the sweet. I think that happened to me. Steve, to be honest, I got the sweet corn, I got the beans, but not the not the, the sweet. Has anyone done the three sisters? Anyone? Do you know? The, I have. Have you had? We all know what the three sisters are. It's that kind of yeah. companion plant and... Have you had any luck, Steve, with that? I've got the beans and the sweet corn growing okay and the squash growing okay. But I think it's it's a case of the three sisters as grown by the Native Americans, where the method came from. Yeah. They're using slightly, slightly different varieties than what we have, and they're using slightly bigger beds and areas. So I've got, the obviously, the sweet corn growing up, and the beans then grew up that but you've got to trail the squash plants around them and, and through them. And it didn't work quite well enough for me. I think, to be honest, in this country, and I'm just being fair, I just don't think it's a viable method, really. You need that yeah. really heat that they have over there. I just think it's too cool in this country. Well, I think it's here. My, I didn't get the, the squash to, to grow. and the, the sweet corn was lovely. You know what I mean? Kind of fantastic, to be honest, but... The beans were all right. I wouldn't say they were brilliant, but I certainly got a crop from them, but nothing anywhere near like what a normal like wigwam structure would get us. So is it something you would want to do, or is it, are you just not bothered and I'll just do it? Like... I, I looked into it when I first got an allotment, and then the more I looked into it, I thought, I was just, yeah, I don't, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, very fair. The novelty went very quickly yeah. with that. I was like, oh, no, maybe not. I mean, it's something, it's just more things to get wrong for me, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to talk about um, seeds because we've, we've been kind of planting seeds and like sowing seeds. I've been sowing some seeds. JB, I've sown all my, I haven't got pictures, but I've sown all my chilli seeds there now. You know, you give us some like private recommendations because I would like to kind of whop your little white ass. Boy, with my <laughs> chilies. Hey! <laughs> so, oh, I've well, it's, um, it's everything's hinged on if, ifs, ifs. Do you know what I mean? If I can, this window sill works out okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If the greenhouse works out okay, if I can get electric and heat into the greenhouse okay, then what I want, and Steve mentioned this, what I want to do is kind of just keep some of the chilies in there in pots. Do you know what I mean? Like have them kind of mothered. This is my recipe to kind of beat you, is to have them mothered. Do you know what I mean? Like constantly, instead of taking them up to that, you know, and giving them a kind of like a sharp knock up there. So I heard, yes, that a little snail got into your. (laughs) 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 Ah, this is amazing. I haven't haven't put this anywhere on socials or anything either. (laughs) I I heard a little snail got into your seedlings. (laughs) You were you were worried uh, be, you were worried before, JB, because the, you thought germination was a bit slow, 
And then yes. then you were quite happy germination was coming along. And then I think it was a day where you had like a probably one of the worst garden days. You know, you said it's just been a brutal day and you come back and there's a bloody snail eating. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same day that I'd been up at the plot at 4am that I realised I'd seen it. There were two seedlings that just popped up the day before and then sort of around 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> peered my head in and I was like, did I dream those germinating? And then I checked my notes and I, I'd actually marked them as germinated so I definitely saw them. And then I spotted it. It was on the like the lid of the propagator, just crawling out. The tiniest snail you've ever seen in your life. I was like, you, you. You know, chilies are the one thing I'm meant to be good at well, growing. Well, what's, what's happening to you? Because I know, like, some chilies, it's, you know, and it's not for everyone to kind of sow early. I'm taking the, the biggest chat, you know what I mean? I'm kind of throwing everything in on, on a lucky kind of number. Are you got plenty more time to kind of because I know you want like big oh, plants yeah. and you know yeah time time is not the issue it's just with with chili seeds you you can get like sometimes there's five or six in a packet you know so um it can be a bit hit on it can be oh, a bit scary if you start losing seedlings of these uh, rarer peppers um and this one this one was a hot chocolate so I did have quite a few seeds actually but um yeah time time is definitely not an issue it's it's one of the benefits of starting earlier you can get into hot water like like closer into spring but you know there's it's much more forgiving when things do go wrong um if things aren't germinating i've still got it's been 16 days now and there's still loads of my peppers that haven't germinated they can take between three and five weeks sometimes these chinens varieties so um and what, it's just good to have that buffer i'm just trying to kind of pry your brains because my setup at the moment is in my son's bedroom south facing lovely window heat mat but I kind of mm-hmm. get it with little seed covers on and everything nice. I kind of get it at 28. And apparently 28 is like the, the gold. I can get it at 26, 25 sometimes. That's fine. But it's not, oh, look at the old boy shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> optimum, I think, and this is a figure that I just see banded around. It's I think it's fairly accurate, but I don't know where it's come from. But, yeah, that kind of 20, 28... Um, so can is, your, is little, your little incubator propagator get up to 28? Can it, it can indeed. It can indeed. Yeah. It can go up to 30, in. but that is... I'll have any money you like. All the time. Ten, minutes, 10 minutes after the live stream tonight, he'll be on Amazon. Buying <laughs> his propagator, he can get his bloody hands on. <laughs> well, I did. The, the, thing, the thing with those heat mats, Tony, is that they only sort of go eight to ten degrees above ambience, so whatever your room temperature is, they don't go that much higher. Mm-hmm. But even though, did you not see that with the Super Seven? Because I could put them in the Super Seven. You yeah. know, I mean, the Super Sevens. Then I've just got um, aubergines in that at the minute. I was just, but I've got me little. Actually, you know, the the sensor push Steves. I've got them dotted all around the house. Yeah. I've got one outside, one. So I'm yeah. I'm kind of in that twenty six. So I'm yeah. hoping. You know That's mean? fine. It's, yeah. but I would be anything so above like, twenty three. They'll get there eventually. It's that kind of JB though. You, you said that. That gets me worried is when it's like takes long. I don't like a long germination. I like a cucumber that comes it's up with a G, isn't it? Do you know what I mean it's like two, three weeks? And you <laughs> too can... patient, man. Oh, you're far too impatient. You keep telling him about the 26 and you'll win this chilli thing. <laughs> yeah, I just got to drive him mad. Well, what I want to talk about as well, Stephen's going to grow these as one. These are grown local. Steve, you're mentioning the, the rose crush. This is the yes, the kind of the beef tomato. Now, there's a the kind of link there. If you pop over to grown local, that bonnie lad there, Get them. I'll put some links in the in the kind of in the show notes. Anything like that. So that would be fab. But what have you grown these before, Stephen? These rose crush. No, I haven't. Even... I, I'm just basing it purely on the fact that I've grown the crimson crush. Now I know, you know, tomato flavour is subjective. I actually like the flavour of the crimson crush. I think it's all right. It's not brilliant. It's not the best thing. But I always grow it as my fallback tomato anyway. But the Crimson Crush, yeah, I like them, and they're a decent size. The ones the reason I want to try these Rose Crush, again, is because they'll be blight resistant, and plus the fact they're a big beefsteak tomato. And that's purely it. That's that's why I picked them out, and I thought, I'm going to try that. That's interesting. Uh-huh. That's purely uh, it. Well, it's funny I was going to ask you that then. So you, are these blight resistant as well then, Steve, are they? 
Yeah, there's there's a few in the crush range, um, all blight resistance. Oh, it, it actually, there, um, look at it, it does say there, which which is highly resistant to blight. So that's yeah. um, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. So you, usually, when you're getting something picky with a, a tomato, something that's uh, you know like the brads with the the colours and that. Normally, when you're getting something specialised, you lose something somewhere else in general. So. The fact that it's blight resistant, you might lose a bit of flavour. But oh, look at him posing. What's, what's, what's he got there? Let's, let's just. Uh... <laughs> the, the camera can't really show it off at the moment because of the. <laughs> That's come from last last year, though, hasn't it, Jimmy? Yeah, this is my crimson crush. That's why I was getting it out because it is also a, one of the crush varieties. Well, but that's one that I took. Something to eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one that I took one of the side shoots from and tried to overwinter. A la Charles Dowding, and uh, it's doing okay. So, it's looking all right. So is that just on a, a windowsill, JB? And with yeah, just any, on the windowsill. What's your ambient temperature in that room? And bear in mind, you, you, you've got a mortgage the... in your heat. You can't be having heat bloody going out the windows. What? Yeah, this is the warmest room. It's in the office, and it's probably normally. What's well, so it? It's normally around nineteen degrees. Um, so it's pretty warm. Mm-hmm. Pretty warm. Um, and everything it's east facing this windowsill so it's not great but if you saw my microgreens video it seems to get enough light for a lot of things so um yeah the I, loved your, uh, I loved your microgreens away. honestly that video was just so, it so good yeah no it was just it was just nice to actually see you grow something you know what I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice to see you kind of actually get, get somewhere with it and kind of grow something so yeah fantastic <laughs> Right, let me just see how we got anything. Tony grown smashed potatoes, Lord such there, yeah. <laughs> I actually like it. Can't, <laughs> can't see it. Going home, uh, let's see. Right, Carol Burns is asking, please help me. My leeks and onions have been decimated by Allium leaf miner for two years now. Interval, uh, long an interval. Do you recommend before I plant anything? Or what do you recommend? Well, JB, have you had any problem with leaf miner? No, I tend to get really lucky. I don't do. I don't know if they overwinter in the soil. Those little grubs. Um, I imagine that they don't, because normally the life cycle with an insect that kind of is laid in the veg is it'll kind of eat away at the veg and then pupate kind of in the veg. Um, so if you take out. Uh, all the- it's it's something like this. Yeah, I've never. I know both me and you get the, the kind of onion white rod, but not yeah. the main. I don't know. Steve, have you had any trouble with it or out or? Never had it, but um, I know for a fact the best thing for most pests is crop rotation. Work on a foil four, four big bed or four big areas crop rotation and move your crops around that. Then you've got sort of four years, and that will protect against most things. But I think with the Allium leaf miner, from when I recall reading about it, it's something to do about it's got to have something to feed on. So if you put an onion crop in the ground following a leek crop, then you're spreading that, you know, you're keeping that pest going. The same thing, you could be planting garlic where your leeks were as well over winter. So you've got to be careful about those. So just move all of your alliums to somewhere where you haven't grown them for a couple of years. Steve, while you're on, while you're on there, Sophie, I'll, I'll come to you in a sec, Sophie, but just grown local, who is actually Ian, who's kind of got the seeds there, links in the description. Um, Steve, <laughs> how, how and where the carrots you hid in the ground after the fall, how were the carrots? Because you put some carrots in the ground, so have you had a yes, check I put, on them? Yes, I made a, a carrot clamp. We had some out over Christmas and we, we ate them. They were fine. They store well in the ground. It's a bit of an insulating layer with the hay, uh, sorry, the straw and the soil over the top. And, and you do the multiple layers and you mound it up. It gets bigger and bigger. So, yeah, we had some over Christmas. They're fine. Right. Well, while you're there again, then, Steve, the next question down, <laughs> just getting me money's worth. Yeah. Steve, can you recommend perennial flowers for a front garden border that the slugs don't lay? Uh Oh, God, there's a, there's a few. Um, fox slugs, slugs won't go for those. Aquilegias, henstermans, um, geraniums. 
there's there's quite a few. There's there's loads and loads. That's why I've got. That's why I've got them on every week for questions like that. Where I just have not. Yeah. Of course, my, my favourite, just... the ground cover one, is the Alcamilla Mollis, the old uh, lambs lugs. They're they're brilliant little plants. Really good. Right. Well, we are coming to the top of the hour again. Man, this just came kind of so quick. So quick, quick, quick. Tips of the week, JB. Can we have your? Tip oh, oh, Steve's thinking. Look, he's going to his junior garden encyclopedia there. <laughs> I was hiding. <laughs> so, tip of the week. Um, I think one of the things that I keep hearing from um, most of my friends who have allotments is that, uh, unlike me, they're not building a greenhouse and they're just not really up at the plot very often. Um, and I think that's what happens to me most winters. I kind of lose that connection a bit. Um, and I often forget about jobs. And one of the jobs to be doing around this time of year is pruning fruits. Um, I this is I, my tips of the week are often just reminders to myself. <laughs> <laughs> They're things that I go, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll remind myself by <laughs> making a tip of the week. But um, you know, apples, blackberries, um, those kind of winter pruning fruits. It's a good time. It's a good time to get on it. So, Jimmy, what fruit have you got to kind of apples? Apples. apples. I've got two apples, and I'm really excited because I've got. Um, there was an apple that I planted this time last, I think September last year, um, the year before last, uh, and so it survived, which is amazing. <laughs> it actually survived. Um, it's gone its first season. It didn't give any apples or anything, but it looked nice and healthy, and it's due for its first pruning. And I'm so excited because um, pruning apples is there's you know there's like rules that you need to follow, but it's a bit more of an art than a science. There's lots of ways that you can go about it. It's, kind of a creative thing um and it's really cool to have a tree that i'm growing almost from scratch you know um it was it's not like it's a few years old when i got it five five years old i think um from thompson and morgan uh and it's just really really cool to be able to shape a tree from so young in its life you know it's going to be like actually mine i'm excited Sof, can I come to you for your tip of the week? You can try. Um, <laughs> so similar to what um, JB was just saying, it would, it's literally just a reminder to myself. Um, it's just don't feel bad when you're seeing everyone sell this stuff early and don't mm. be tempted to go with outside your means. Um, and again, echoing sort of what Steve was saying earlier, if you haven't got the space for it, it's just going to be stressful putting everything out, getting leggy plants, they're going to end in turn be weaker. You might not get a great crop. So just hold on a little bit longer and don't feel bad, I guess. I'm, I'm honestly so bad at your advice there. So I, I, I just, I'm struggling. I think it's to do with YouTube. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, I think this kind of certainly encourages kind of bad behaviour. Do you know what I mean? Kind of a bad etiquette. Well, there's a lot of creators who have to make videos at <laughs> this time of year. What? <laughs> that's what it is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Kind of good at what yeah, you do. Yeah, do be cautious. Yes. That's, hence, every chilli seed I've got. You know, JB, you did mention there that you only get like five chi- I got, you know, you give with that kind of special chilli list. And I got them. Mm. And I got a, um, I got two from Chilli Chump and actually got a free bag from Chilli Chump as well. And the, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and it was honestly, I was all sit sat down like that. You know what I mean? And everything, the, the compost was ready. I went like that in the bag, dropped a lot, and it was like, yeah. and I'm like <laughs> five seeds. But I've also yeah. mixed in, you know, like the the vermiculite, so I cannot really see if the seeds oh, are dear. burning. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, bugger. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> God's sake. So, and these were my little free ones. They weren't the ones I bought. So I'm hoping that one fell in. You know what I mean? Kind yeah, of, yeah. You'll you know, get one. So, Stephen, tip of the week. So you're looking crystal clear there now. It's like, man, that's good. Yeah, somebody was just saying in the chat now that we're about to end. It's uh, all gone nice and yeah. clear. Strange today. <laughs> right, my tip this week is because it, as gardeners, and from now on for the next six, eight months solidly, we'll all be putting our hands into soil or touching bits of wood or tools and your hands actually get a right battering. And what can happen is your hands can dry out, they can start to crack, the dirt will seep in, you'll never get your hands clean. And this is what I use, this stuff. Oh, keeps working hands. 
I've, I've tried all kinds of barrier creams over the years and Swarfiga and different types of stuff like that. But that's what I use. So, you know, once every couple of days, I just whack a bit of that on the hands, rub it in, jobs are good, and then it stops your hands cracking. Even with that, these fingers here and my thumbs, all this around here will become black in the summer with the muck that you're picking up <laughs> from the allotments. It will still dry out, but that is, as I say, that's a... A massive help. So that's well, what I use. I'll give you. I'll give you a free. I'll give you a free tip. Instead of using that as the dipper, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Instead of using nature's um, thing. Now I was. Yeah. I've still got a couple of things, but I'm going to. So we might as well. Well, the, well, the quality. Oh, Steve's fading there. The quality. I just wanted to bring up this. This because this might bring in some little bit of confrontation there. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yes. oh. I, I thought I might get away with this one because I was away the, on the live where I put Modern this video technology. out. Yeah, so did, did you, Have you see yourself... my comments, Tony? What? I really upset everyone when I did my video on this. Right? Well, I haven't. No, I didn't see it. So have you? Because I know Steve in our personal little chat, kind of Steve mentioned that it just didn't look strong enough, or, or you know, like. What? Yeah, yes. I, think, I think the first pe- picture I saw of it, it didn't look substantial enough. But there, in that picture, it looks a bit bigger, and I can see that the metal is a bit thicker. I just don't yeah. think it will go deep enough. That's that's the issue I have with it, really. Steve, I'm sorry, uh, JB, what what's so it like? My my issue is that I thought that this would be a good thing to both kind of turn over the soil, loosen it up a bit, but also good for weeding, um, kind of like a a big glorified hoe because you know, it's got like all the the chunky weight of it it's got the nice teeth on it and it's got that kind of action hoe that at the back there it's like a oscillating hoe um and so <laughs> i was a little bit critical of it in the video i wasn't I, was, I think i was quite fair but i did just kind of say it's not really working and i in my defense as well i did say this might be user error <laughs> quite a few times <laughs> uh, and it was also very wet so it got gummed up with clay um and <laughs> all of my comments were just like well yeah you're using it wrong <laughs> all right really so you were using, you were using it wrong were you <laughs> yeah basically it was just like that's the wrong tool for that job and it's it's too wet <laughs> which is totally fair but it's the first time my comment section has ever really <laughs> kind of turned on me a little bit it was very funny <laughs> So, Jimmy, but I think what just would you enlighten us on a on a rough price you paid for that? Oh, so that with the the actual miller itself, the heavy duty bit with the teeth and everything, it's about thirty pounds. Um, I saw it in a garden center, and I was talking about this on the live before I bought it. I saw it at a garden center for for like sixty pounds, and then like eighty pounds for the handle as well. And I got the handle for sixteen pounds. From their website, so I think I might have been looking at like some kind of fancy telescopic handle or something like that in the garden centre. But um, (laughs) yeah, basically, it's a tool more for uh, kind of spring for getting your soil nice and milled, creating kind of smooth seed beds, that kind of thing. Not so much for hoeing and weeding. (laughs) Will you will you use it again then, JB? Is it something that you hopefully? (laughs) I spent a bit of money on that. I also wanted to kind of bring in as well because I've never seen a Steve like, and I've, you might have done a video on it. This is like, and this is one, oh, one of yes. pictures of many. This is Steve's. He made a. Now I don't know if you've even done a video on it, like Steve, a pallet hut. This is made out of before yeah. even Steve made like come onto YouTube. He shared these photographs with in our kind of little uh, WhatsApp group. So just yeah. if you don't mind, Steve, just tell me a little bit. How did you come to like think you could make a a thing. Did you see anything online where you you would make it, or you just thought, you know what, I can get, um, a, I can get a few pallets and I'll make a hut? Well, I have I have seen uh, since I built that. I have seen there are absolutely tons of pallet projects on um, mm-hmm. on YouTube, if you like, and all over the internet. But I got the idea because I was talking to somebody about building uh, a, a compost bay. And I said, it's almost like building a fence. Um, Our conversation steered this way to building this. And then the next week, the roofers came down our road and they must have swapped out 20 roofs. 
and pallets of tiles were turning up on these. And it was brilliant because they're all identical size pallets. I grabbed the lot, chucked them in the van, and then made that shed from them, which is brilliant. Did you have permission, Steve? <laughs> well, for the pallets, I to build the shed. <laughs> no, it sounded no. like you just nicked them all. <laughs> well, well, no, you permission. <laughs> it looks actually, Steve, it looks quite a, a size, if I'm honest. Do you know what I mean? It, it's like, huge. It, Looks big. It's about sixteen foot long by about well, it's four pallets long by two pallets wide. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Was well, it like a storage unit? Like yeah, it's not even really finished. I, I threw some old corrugated iron on the roof, just which just got holes in it. I put uh, corrugated iron on the back of it, and the rest of it's just wrapped in plastic. But all the timber that I've recycled, you know, people give you bits of timber, they take something down too good to throw away it all goes in my shed and then when i go and want to start a project i just go and have a rummage in there and see what i've got you know there's a lot of timber in there oh i've got one more picture sophie apparently sophie apparently you're growing some rare species of plant oh yeah oh yeah what what i've never seen that look how cute it is Is that a, what, what's that in the in the left hand corner? That's not a kind of maggot or a worm there. I've just noticed as well. You... Um, it, prob- it probably is. This is a very very neglected tray. So what? <laughs> um, what, I... what was in there, and what you're hoping to get out of that? So, uh, well, I'll tell you what was in there. Onions that I sowed in July is what was in <laughs> from seed. Why? Oh. I don't. Don't. I, I just did, and I left them outside to rot because I got bored of dealing with them, and that's what happened. That's what, yeah, well, that's the nicest kind of bit of moss there. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, that is the end of the show. There, we're a little bit extra. We've just ran over a little ten minutes, but that's you know what I mean. I had to use up my pictures, and oh, I've got one more, Stephen. What's, oh god, here we go. Look at that. What's this? What, what is this? Oh. <laughs> it looks, it's almost like you've dug up a phallic like Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I think it's right. <laughs> no, it was the old the old stakes that was holding down the old um the old polytunnel that I ripped up. It was a good two foot in the ground. Because some idiot really hammered them in well and and supported that tree and polytunnel well. So this silly bugger had to go and take them out again. So I was digging for England the other day. So are they all? Are they all out there now? Everything's it is, isn't yeah, it? Now done. you've leveled. Now you've leveled it all off. Ready to be there. It's ready now to rock. Hopefully tomorrow morning, I could start getting the foundation tubes in for that new well, tunnel that's coming up. That's I'll just the give plan you, anyway. I'll just give you one tip: don't put the plastic out in the frost. That's no good, mind you. You know, it's, no. yeah, smug. Yeah. Well, couple, couple <laughs> days. That's all you need. Yeah. Stephen, JB, Soph, thank you very much. It's been a, an honour and a pleasure. Thank you. Sorry we kind of had a little bit hiccup early on. And this, I'll try and sort out why I look fantastic. Sure, it's looking unique. And with Tog. Yeah. <laughs> have a little good. Don't forget on the, the secrets on the Friday, we'll try and work. You can watch how I try and kind of muddle through that and see if it is um, me mm. or not. But big thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I want to just mention. Where was it? Just want to give a big shout out to our young, our young JB has got a Patreon page. Now, please, if you, you can, I'm supporting him. Do you know what I mean? They kind of they make sure he kind of keeps on this show. So this is me one way of paying him. So yes, please, if you can, support that good fella. He's uh, all about high folks. High folks. <laughs> You've got, to, yeah. you've got to read it in JB's voice. Mamma <laughs> <laughs> mia. The mamma mia, yeah. So, right then, look after yourselves. Take good care. Thank you very Cheers, much. Cheers, everyone. See Take you care. later. Bye bye. Bye.